Act two or three, I'm not sure. Uh, podium keynote, conversation of Anwar Khalifi. Uh, the time has come to break the fourth wall again. So the duo will soon sit side by side and the conversation will ensue. Uh, but before that, I, I really do have the privilege to, um, of introducing a keynote dialogue with the artist Anwar Khalifi who caught my attention not only because of his surname, which in Arabic is spelled like my own, not only with his pictures, which enlivened my soul, but just as much so with the question, where are you from? Or rather, his rebuttal, that if you're asking that, you probably already know the answer that you want to hear. Although Khalifi has been dubbed an artist, primarily a painter, working in the neo-impressionist tradition, I titled this session Towards a New Expressionism because I believe that the artist's approach to his subject matter is fostering a kind of distinctive expression that is truly innovative, one that is often contorted, intertextual, belonging to the imagination of someone who is not of this earth. It is my privilege to welcome to you Anwar Khalifi. This side? Whichever side. It's for me. And the one that way. Oh. That's my best side. We're having an argument about our, our visage. Which side is the nicer side? Which side is your good side? You're beautiful. Whichever way we, we look at you, thank you. Of course, we're, we're cousins. We, belie we believe yeah. that we may be very distant <laughs> cousins, but we have not yet spoken to our parents yeah. Yeah, to get them excited about that. I think we're cousins, 100%. The hair, you, I just got a cup, but you know, it's... Yeah. it's so I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about this, and we're going to approach this in a way that we decided on yesterday, which is what I call it's kind of like a picture lesson, but it's not a lesson, don't worry, it's not, it's not boring, it's gonna be fun. Uh, and this is, um, I thought, well, you gave me the privilege to choose some of your pictures, some of your paintings, and I wanna use them as a way for us to talk about whatever you wanna talk about. So we're gonna begin, but do you wanna say anything first, like, mm -hmm. You're Hello, Salam, bonjour, Hisham. <laughs> you're Omar. Event? I have some of my Tanger friends here. It's oh. nice. <laughs> you're 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 um, you're a very funny person. I see. I see that. I, you, I thought you'd start us off with a Chaplin-esque joke, but okay, it's fine. It's, it's all good. So we're gonna start. Yeah. So. Some of you may have seen this painting upstairs. It's called The Wounded Raver from 2021. And for those listening, what we see before us may be a, a green shroud or a green backdrop. And in the center of the frame, a protagonist or an antagonist being held by two dervishes. But that's all that I'll say, because what I want to ask is to you. You've said that you've been having a conversation with me for the last couple of nights, right? 
Yeah, I was thinking about the interview and just I uh, was preparing your attacks and how to defend myself. Okay, I thought you were going to attack me, but it's uh, uh, no, well, I would be nice. Which I guess you, that's why I chose to start with the wounded raver. Yeah. Uh, so to get you while you're down, but tell us, the wounded raver has many different connotations: art historical, uh, in terms of cultural, and biographical. Where do you want to enter into this picture for well, the, the uninitiated? The picture was a, it's like a cover of a not so known painting of Goya named The Wooden Mason. It's a higher paint, pa painting that you can feel or it suggests that it falls from, from, from a building. And I chose this picture to use um, uh, the character is like a expelled by modernity like he's been hurt by modernity, and he's taken by the two dervish. And it was uh, so about the idea of uh, uh, strongly participant in the modern world, and I used the term raver. And also the clothes were, were also like, a, you see all those immigrants, they always wear, when you see those images of immigrants arriving to, to the shores, they always wear like this, uh, Football T-shirts, so which um, so I, and also when I did this painting, I was thinking also in my painting because I saw the fair was going to be in Marrakesh, and in the Macal is the another painting that is the character looks the same is the um, dust and roses painting. There's also have the blonde hair, and I wanted to bring him back like that to to Marrakesh. But finally, we made the the fair was in Paris. But I had that idea. Normally, I don't. I don't think about the piece, what it's going to be, and how how hold viewer in, in some sense. But I I thought it was a good idea to make a cover of Goya. And that also I choose to not do the painting high, and also that is they bring him somewhere. That's why he have a green fit. So. And so talk about the the clothing. You mentioned that when immigrants come to the shore. And you're talking about the specific context that they individually are dressed in a particular way. For me, this evoked, you know, I, I used to live near Arsenal Football Stadium, and uh, I have to say I was quite happy to see this person yeah. inebriated because they were less scary. But actually, what's really kind of moving is that the figure is asleep, vulnerable, almost meditative and trance. Yeah. It, and yet uh, they're straddled by these two figures who have this, you know. The picture is standing to go to the right. So, and uh, about the t-shirt, I use this type of tricks of modernity, like t-shirts. I don't like football t-shirts. I think the, the publicity in them, and it actually they, you stink if you wear them. It's not natural. <laughs> it's, like, it's something I don't like. But some people get the attention in that type of things and forget about I do I do it a lot of my work, like putting certain references that people get relate with them and then is there's a surface, there's a it's it's on it's for bailing the painting, you know. And also you can feel like uh, like a sense of the modern time in this one. Like it's it's actual it's it's happening now in the space time. This painting is happening now. But not the dervishes, you know. It, my, I like the, the idea of time traveling in the painting. Um, paint, I saw paintings as 
pieces of architecture and music. And architecture tends to the past, and music tends to life. But it's a two dimensions, not only in visually, but also in, in subject form. Can you tell us, because as we smoked our cigarette outside and we came back in, you said that for you, painting reduces you to a childlike state, or to yeah, absolutely. It's just that I'm trying to to be simple. I think there is kind of a transcendence in simplicity, and anyone that knows the craft of painting, you you just trying to this type of. It is also like um, this. It keeps your heart like a child. Is the idea for me to when I, when I choose to make images or techniques and. The background, the the green, and I've I've mentioned this to you before. You know, you you have a a ring that is not emerald green, but mm. it's green. It is a backdrop that we'll see again in a in a minute. In terms of a, a, a space, what what does that symbolize for you? It's, just, it's a spiritual color. Also in Sufism and Islam, it's just like a color, and I really like I love green. It's a, it gives you kind of a nature, or. It's actually I use simple colors, but they have that they're a bit aggressive, you know, not using just pure green, and it's plastically it's it's I I love green, and it's interesting because you this is a it is a a reimagining of a Goya mm. uh, painting, uh, you know, a Romance era Spanish painter, and you have these dual identities. Do you see the act of making paintings as about straddling or negotiating those two identities? Yes, I think uh, for painting or artists, you need to. I think you need to achieve certain knowledge of nature and and past artistry, and is the equilibrium about nature and tradition for me. So it's it, I have to. Sometimes it's like you, you you have a background, and then I open a book and say, like, let's say, let's see what Koya is saying about this type of background or sh shadows or techniques. It's like a, it's also in tradition that the idea of visit the master in, in books or research in that form. I think it's not only in in the art, it's also in life. And and as well, I think that there's we can come in a second to other references, uh, but that resurface. So if we think of the dervish, if we think of the, the, the dervish's shoes in the background. But also for me, there's a, I just saw, saw this exhibition of Francis Bacon's work not so long ago mm. on nature. And I also think that there's that negotiation between what is modernity and contemporaneity. Would you say that that's something that you're thinking about very consciously, or is it in more intuitive for you? I just think that these two, dimen these two dimensions of painting, they just bring you to the past. I work with memory and the past. I think it's, they, it's okay, paintings are vibrant in mobility for me. You, know? you, you try to achieve that, the temporary time in a way. But I think you can, in some ways, you don't have them in pictures, that we are bombarded by pictures, but in a way, paintings, you can achieve that, that temporary time capture it and I work with the with the past. I don't know, the future is uncertain and and I think we, there's nothing new here and and it's just a natural way of, uh, and 
I think also the modern times is we, we are here is like a we we in the we in a moment that we are like in a train that's moving and somebody is scrolling in the window the, the images so it's okay this is this land was burned now it's 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 uh, it, uh, we saw it again and then it's just feeling like uh, this is the feeling I have as a as a human being just like well I'm gonna take you up in a second about there being nothing else ahead here yeah. but because it's worth it discussing that but I am trying to click I, sh I should have chosen that side you want to switch yeah, no. I don't mind switching <laughs> no, it's okay I know my paintings uh, yeah okay oh the title of this is wrong actually yeah uh, which is fine this is actually mud we work Huh? It works. Too. You like it? Yeah, it works. Now, the Dreamers of the Day is another painting. Yeah. It's actually a poem of the Netherlands. Yeah, this is Mud Bricks, which actually yeah. has never been exhibited. No. Uh, it's uh, 2022, and it's a, big, a lot bigger than that, actually. Yeah. And this one just kind of blew my mind when I mm. saw a picture of it in your studio um, on Zoom, unfortunately. Yeah. But, you know, I'll get there one day. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Tell us, tell us about this. This is my last painting, actually. Uh, that was a little bit hard to. to the, uh, this painting normally, I, I start painting. I have the figures in mind in a blurry way, you know, and then I construct them. In this one, I sh I could do like a, like the wooden raver and just put the figures, but it took me time to put things together. And I think it's a painting. that also I I try to avoid shadow all the time in paintings and. I think it's kind of a circular painting if you see it live. It, it doesn't make justice, the image here or the painting. And it keeps a lot of secrets because also, the, as you can see, there's another character between them and it's a palm tree there. And there's more, they have more volume. So there is different dimensions in the painting. And um, it's kind of a secret what's happening there, you know? But I mean, do you, for me, the, there is two different kind of worlds colliding yeah did you say that yes and it's uh, it's a painting that actually you have to see it live i i really think the important thing is once once i made a painting is what's happening between me and the painting is the, the space between me and the painting is the most important and once i made it and goes out it's also the space between me and the viewer and this painting really needs to be seen by the viewer because they, they got some secrets like i tell you be, between them there is another character i try to recreate the short as always that idea, my work has always been about coming and going to, to my parents' place, and it's, it's going down. They're, so they're confronting each other, too. So are you saying that we should never talk about painting, then? No, yeah, I think it's, it's kind of hard to talk about painting, because the viewer has a right to, to interpret it themselves. But other art forms they can? I don't know. It depends. It depends on how you're dealing with images. Now it's, it's it's kind of a bit of chaotic, you know. We see a lot of fashion images, but they they try to represent some magical world because they try to sell something. Mm. And in my case, it's a, it's a, it's a trip to the inside, you know. It's kind of going. And so I I'm, I don't do paintings thinking about the viewer, but I try to to heal myself, you know. I try to repair. I think we're here, our heart gets broke. We repair it, we fix it. I choose painting to fix mine. Maybe the viewer uh, also find a way to fix it. So it's, uh, but I don't, it it's not necessary to speak about painting in, in a way. Just, mm. but, but, but 
But you sound very Benjaminian in your in love for the aura and the person, uh, persons, person falling in love with the I guess I, I phenomenon. I talk several language, but no one of them I talk them well, so <laughs> I paint. <laughs> That's my language. But you know, you know, you did say it's about a kind of act of healing yourself or an act of meditative yeah. practice. It also happens things in my studio, and this this painting was my last one. It happens things in my life. It's every, it's impossible to admit that it's not autobiographic. My paintings, wooden raver, super autobiographic. Um, it really represents uh, the way I've been. I've been an active participant in the modern world too. I've been a raver too. <laughs> so, uh, and this one too is just, uh, just is defining this moment in a way. So I, I, I couldn't make the painting just with the two figures, and it works too. But I tried to. I I use gold in that painting, which I never used. It. I saw it was kitsch and uh, in some way, but I use it. I don't know. I find it. But if we describe it, it is incredibly complex. So you have this kind of these bricks that are that are precarious. On top of them, two figures, f clearly for you know, one in a tracksuit, one in a, in a in a blue thobe, jalabia, whatever you want to call it. One brown, one black, one leaning forward into prayer. One maybe not. Is it a confrontation? Is it a meditative the, trance? The, the, there is one thing. Like there, there is like um, the the Bedouins and the Arabs used to um, to put their knees together to ask for uh, conceal, you know, to, mm. to something to the master. So you can, if you know that, if you have that information, you know, the guy in tracksuit is coming to the other guy. So uh -huh. and if you see his eyes are closed and the others are open, but this is the type of secrets that I want to maintain to certain type of people that comes from this global south or these areas, they understand. And then there is another, another type of language that people from the other side of the shore can feel related. We're going back to the football t-shirt, mm. which is like, oh yeah, the Arsenal. But it doesn't, it, I do it on purpose, you know? It's not something I do like. I do it on purpose. I want people to reveal the painting, you know? So they have the curiosity and yeah, it's okay if you feel like it's a hooligan, hurt it's okay but i want that conversation so i can speak with link with many people at the same time i think also in in terms of going back to the other painting all the pieces of art of every artist are connected mm. and there's a conversation so i try to put myself in the conversation with my own uh, knowing of my own self and my own tradition and and the the tools i have and my experiences so I think painting is really personal and it's still something magnetic for me. It's, I love the craft, but it's hard. It's something that really takes your gut to it to do. And, and you mentioned, you know, the, the other art forms. There are many other references here. But for example, one thing you mentioned yesterday was that, you know, the, you know, the carpet being a kind of... Uh, uh, the the, orig an origin the original art, the thing that one would acquire. Yes, the carpets, the, the Moroccan carpets are actually amazing. I saw the other day a documentary about Hilma Clint, supposed to talk about the, the, the first ab abstract artist. They are European, and then I say, what about, I don't know, the Moroccan carpets? <laughs> and what about the Alhambra? What about the, just like, uh, I think, and, the, the, and this, zones of the world abstraction was always being there you know the meaning of things is always being we and i'm investigating on that and and when i do a carpet like this i just have one at my home there's many things that this last two years 
are in my in my place, you know. People don't recognize them, but I have my own like a community of people that are artists in different, but they recognize these things in my paintings. That, so they are really personal. This, I have this carpet in my home, but I have it in white, but I mm. choose to work better in red. But then there's also this thing, you mentioned the palm tree, which I have to say I had not noticed before. Yeah. And in, in, in gold, but then that's a very specific emblem of Morocco, right? But it's actually an imported tree. It's, yeah. not, it's not indigenous. And then you have this kind of almost Surah style kind of like backdrop. Like, is it like that you're creating multiple references or tensions? There is multiple references and there is secrets there. And I'm going to keep them for me. And <laughs> but I want to, to keep something for me and not being so impossible, my ideas, because it can be, I don't want to impose my, but they are there. And it's kind of a scripture, the painting. The world painting is a scripture. Like, for me, it's something. And also, as if you see, if I use shadows, and we can see in other paintings, like I just use that shadow in the in the tree. Mm. So if you see the painting, because when I approach a painting, I don't see it just in front, and because now we're just used to these screens. And when you actually go to see a painting, which is amazing, the two dimensions just keep cap your your interest. I turn any painter. I think it's here. When you see a painting, you try to <laughs> see it from different ways and I choose to put the shadow there that for me just give a circular thing because everything is so plain mm. and also if you see the palm tree it's like different dimensions in the painting trying with the you, 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 say, you say that it's important to keep secrets for you mm. I'm curious how important you think that is for all artists in that are you in saying that this is specific to your practice or that artists should just generally be keeping room for the audience's imagination. No, some, some artists need to defend their work and speak about it and I don't think it's my case. I think in some ways it's open some certain type of understanding but um, since I, I do a chronological work that's speaking, sometimes I go back like this, the wounded raver is going back to another painting which has become something like iconic because it's in the Macal in Marrakesh and I, I can talk with these references. But it's not, it's not difficult. I, I don't think it's something difficult to, un, to decodify. Oh, that's what this one. Did I jump one? No. Yeah, you jumped. So, I think so. Wait. No, this is, yeah. sorry. Because you were talking about the painting in, in, in Macal, which is this one, yeah. no? The Dust and Roses. Yes. That's the Dust and Roses, the one mm. in America. In, but this one, a donkey horse, is mm. this that's one. the one. Yeah. Yeah. That one's it's the one. It's a mental atmosphere there. Mm. I mean, do you want to talk about this particular one in no, that it's... It's, uh, it's explained themselves. It's explained themselves also. I, w I was talking about this, uh, the jerseys of soccer too, and the blonde hair in calling blonde Arabs, you know. And, well, this painting has also like... I think it's a mental, mental state. But for, I mean, for me, seeing it, it spoke very specifically of a, of of this negotiation of not being able to uh, be one with oneself. You know, the mm. idea of the, the 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 bleaching of the hair, the appropriation of growing up of of 
wanting to wear streetwear or merch that one couldn't necessarily afford to save up all your money for that. Mm. I wondered if any of that played into your own biography or is it more that you're an observer of that? No, actually, I admire those guys that they choose to, it's how they appropriate the, 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 the certain types of brands, no? some certain Arabs or uh, North Africans, they take some brands and they appropriate them without permission in a way, you know, like Lacoste track suite has become some, <laughs> some classic of the streetwear. And I just, when I did this painting, I felt like, okay, I felt like uh, if it wasn't some ca- someone of my background, maybe that painting can be a little bit racist too, you know? Because if you see in the, in the, in the jersey, oh, look, again, another secret, there's, there's not the Eiffel Tower, it's a palm tree. And also, there is cockroaches in the border of the mm. on the coach, and those two little pillows, I still have them here in Barcelona. <laughs> so it's kind of quite personal, and I like, I, I miss that guy. You I mean, know, do you, do you, I mean, do you develop relationships with your subjects in terms of when you're, because creating them because I know that your process can be that some painting can take a really long time and some can take can be more uh, expedient a process but that your subjects are recurring their characters but they're from the imagination so do you name them do you do you have do they become friends as it were yeah every artist uh, had to shine in a way that have his own cosmos no cosmology around him and once you find some symbol that you, 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 you feel attached, you, f- you feel you discover something, and nobody discovers nothing, it's everything there. Uh, but yeah, I had like the dervishes are something that sometimes come, you know, and go, depends on my states, you know. And I tried, you know, I tried also this, this just portrayed uh, in kind of like a royalty way, you know. My, my, my relation with portraiture and uh, in the classical art museums, you know, with all these kings and all these uh, Christian imaginary that I understand it in a way, but I think people from the other side don't understand or that's why about Orientalism, you know, they, they, they understand, okay, I, they get amazed about all this world, but then they don't get it, you know, like, it's just like, you don't, we, we know it obviously because, you know, about movies, whatever, and, but we, we have an advantage because the, those keep secrets that we keep, they're, they're really important for me about the ways of thinking. Because one of the forms of colonialism is I know how you believe, I know how you feel, so I can control you. It's not, or I can sell products to you. So I think I have to do that with my, with my work too, to keep certain things secret. And as well, in terms of the frames of reference, uh, if we go back to an earlier work, which I think this clicker is a bit of a, um, I think the battery is like low or something. I really made a bad choice with this chair. No, I don't I'm think breaking so. breaking my neck. Um, Cam, can you manually, <laughs> uh, manually, oh, would, oh yeah. should we look at this one? Let's talk this about this one. This is important, yeah, it's an important uh, piece. Yeah. yeah, so this, you know, the title is there and uh, well, this was a piece that that's we a, felt that was important. Well, that's a cover again about Velázquez, Juan de Pareja, which um, was his slave, actually. Some people 
saying that he was he had a slave, but I'm talking about the story of the geographical point where I am, which is Spain. No, he's, he's a Morisco. They call him a Morisco, which is a, the um, the Spanish Muslims that became Christian to hide themselves. And he was a good painter, actually. He was a painting like a Christian portraiture, and I think was one of these forms to just say I'm a Christian, you know. And Actually, I was um, was the definition of him in the in the real portrait that they say like he he's from a strange color and mestizo you know mestizo color and strange color you know and I saw the picture and I mean the guy looked like me in a way you know it's just like um, maybe black maybe brown and I try to to make the portrait in the, in, the, in in this case just to to not hide the, the fact the story of the Muslims in Spain. 900 years, 150 years of persecution, really bad. That was, and uh, the way they define themselves. Some people from from this, uh, they also say they, they reclaim him as he was a slave, and from from the the, the the other side. And I wanted to just that's a portrait, and I wanted to do it just like I want to. What's happened here? So I had, I can talk about it this way. And, but which is an amazing portrait, the Velasquez one, and it seems like he freed him before he did the, the portrait, and he was making the study to make the Pope, the Pope amazing portrait. Uh, it's another secret there. I'm reveling too much. His his hand is hiding, and then the real portrait is is not hiding. So always suspicious. For you, is this an act of uh, reclamation to create this? Yes, as an individual, I'm growing in Spain, and I think, as I said, the story is long. It's no, it's nothing new here, and this idea that they're coming, they're coming, and I wanted to talk about it. And I think this also the painting that is up, that the two, it's going that way, talking about the story of Spain and how, um, how it works for me that. I think it was important the fact that he was a good painter and he was a, he's a slave, so it's enough to. Now, when I began this thing, we're going to call it picture lessons. I, I guess I, I should have said that we should. Uh, there because was certain. Also, it's about the idea to go to museums and try to to find myself in the pictures, mm. which is I always when I go to the Prado, it's like a marathon. I go with people and just trying to 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 find something that relates to me and it's just like the two of two two of May painting that is supposed to be French that have been cut into pieces but they are Mamluks close to you <laughs> and uh, I love Goya of course but he tried to represent uh, which it seems like it's the French troop but it's the Mamluks what is really portraying like this cutting to pieces mm -hmm. in an amazing way but it's also it's the only painting that I find there and that's, I think, is the only painting in the Prado that, well, okay, someone's with the three kings and a black figure there. But I always go and try to find, maybe find um, the crescent moon in the feet of some virgin or something like that, which is a symbol also about the, about yeah. what we know. But that's exactly what, what, what my question was going to be, is that our picture lessons come in these spaces, like the Prado. Yeah. And living between, uh, you know, the context of uh, Morocco and Spain, you know, we assume that in the in the in the in the Western in the Western context, the, the these uh, dignified institutions of knowledge, these seats of history, are holding within them uh, an archive that is representative of 
the people who inhabit that space. But of course, as we know, history uh, is is violent, and history uh, is not necessarily reflective of um, its of of our reality. That's why I actually find it interesting but complex to talk about this idea of secrets, because in a way, sometimes some secrets they obfuscate or they conceal the context so that a slave might look like a king. And so I'm, I'm wondering if, are you also playing with those tactics of hiding and concealing that were re- references in kind of from 17th, 18th, 19th century painting as well? Mm. The, the interaction I have with paintings, I, I love painting as a craft and I go and as I said, Goya have that that painting that to, to amaze, was amazing and that, but then he had his drawings and he's really talking about, since he was a war journalist, uh, without being in the war, but it was like, I think modern times start with him, modern art starts with him. And there is also like some of his drawings, just like for, there is one with the backwards, you know, this, this the, we call it San Benito, the, 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 they used to make these people work, wear some type of clothes and these hats. And um, he's also in, in in his amazing drawings re- referring to to the to the to the Mus- Muslims of Spain. But they wasn't they were indigenous indigenous Muslims. They wasn't common. They wasn't in the Saracens. Was just Spanish Muslims. And he's, he have a he, he have they have one that is really particular. This one one character looking at the bag say for moving the tongue in the in the wrong way. So mm. it was. I mean, in terms of composition in painting, uh, you know, the, in portraiture, as we just saw now in the, it, what you just uh, uh, represented, there is this very specific uh, kind of uh, swagger pose that is adopted. Mm. But your portraits often encompass many different details, but also many different kinds of character, many of whom their faces may be concealed, but the emotion is present, or they may seem like they come from a completely different era or, 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 or style, like such as this piece, Donkey or Horse from 2017. We're coming back again to the Goya paintings, cut it to pieces, but in paper in this one. Also, there's a Velázquez reference there, that, well, it's like a copy now, is the Jardín de Baco, you can see the eyes there in the, red, in the mirror, and the drunken guy there. And this painting is also it's hard. It's more more it's more more instinctive things. It's like a taxi entering a museum. <laughs> but that's literally what's happening because you have it. taxi. it's a Moroccan taxi with the with the with the license plate which yeah. identifies it. It's on the this carpet. Yeah. But then we also have the shoes off as if we're in a waiting to go into the mosque or a prayer yeah. space. Pointing in order, you know, just putting order to, to all these emotions I had when I did this painting. I was having some experience going to Madrid for a project, and I think I I remember them, but this is just like an explosion of of all these ideas. So then now I'm more calm, Mm -hmm. autobiographic. And uh, there's also uh, the the carpet reference, if I have to say secrets, is a reference to the language of the beards of the book. And that's it. And what about the title? These bales there also revealing in the back. Mm. And And the title? Oh, don't kill horse. That's, there's a um, saying, I don't know, from a sheikh, it says, like, uh, when the dust is settled, you're going to see if you're riding a horse or a donkey. You know? mm. Also, or towards the reference of this modern world, you're going mm. so fast, and it's a lot of dust, and then once you say, okay, 
I'm what I'm driving, just too much information, too much. And that's the title, I think it fits. It's, there is a donkey there too, or a horse, you don't know. There's two, ah, there's two. And is, is, is the idea for you that, I mean, you are quite active in the other spaces of Instagram and social media. I'm not active at all. You are. No, come on, you're no, very it's popular. Just you're pains. very popular. L- Lookman there is, is the one. Yeah. <laughs> the oh, that's really? <laughs> no, I, I mean, do. You are, but, but, but is that some, are you resistant to those spaces? Because uh, surely you're not a saint as this. No, not at all. Because look at this pic- this painting, which is also upstairs, Smelfy. That's clearly yeah. a reference to, you know, yeah. your love of Instagram. I don't have much selfies in Instagram. I just I found, it, I found it really funny to the title in, and also I wanted to depict myself in you know the, um, uh, I'm some pictures with the blue back and the, and and also Abdul Abdul Samad Al Basit. They have these pictures. This is so amazing. I love all pictures. Of the Arab world, and, and and I just tried to. Okay, I think it's aggressive actually. This portrait, and when I finished, I thought it was something really aggressive. Me smelling myself. Well, why do you With say all that? these questions about where you where where you from? What's your identity? Which is like, oh, I don't. We still struggling to find names to 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 yourself. It's mm. kind of. Um, I, I mean, I saw this one, and then there's another one upstairs called Musk, uh, and I saw them both as, I mean, this is clearly, you know, a, a square frame of an Instagram portrait. It's a self-portrait, but also it looks like you literally painted it while looking at yourself on Instagram, and uh, <laughs> that, and that, that's kind of quite, you know, brilliant to me. And what I, when I, I had to do the flip the pictures to do it. I wasn't painting and smelling myself. <laughs> oh, you, know, you ruined all the, you ruined the <laughs> illusion. I, I, I had to do the selfie, but I keep it to me. I erased it already. I can. You've erased it. it. Of course, because I, that's the real self. No, the you smelfy. need to keep the reference material for the archive. No. I mean, but but honestly, the, the, there is something I thought that was quite beautiful about you smelling yourself because. Uh, in that sphere, we talk about this idea of the metaverse, like this, which is the notion of meta, which is not new, is about the accentuation of reality, not the simulation. And uh, but Instagram, you know, it there is no smell, and so for you to bring that back into the the notion of the the physical sensorial sensorium into that, I thought it was like quite. Uh, resistant and like kind of symbolically p- positive, actually. Yes, but I, I still think it is aggressive as a as a. There's all all questions are uncomfortable. Answers can be too, you know. Yeah. And this is one of my answers. Also, I love perfume as an art too. And the fact that you you take that type of because who, how if you you put on a perfume, it's 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 is that your smell. Mm. It becomes your smell. You choose. It, you choose it. Mm. So it had that uh, connotation. I'm, I'm smelling myself a lot because I love perfumes. Mm. So isn't like that. I mean, <laughs> I thought, to be honest, that uh, you know, when a child, when you're uh, is young, and they put their hand up their bottom to smell themselves, yeah. and that's a very innocent and, and thing to know what smell, what what are my smells. I thought it was like the innocence of that bringing in, but it's like, again, maybe that's why the secret is so wonderful, because you're giving 
the viewer the space to see the aggression or not. But I see the aggression actually the most in the length of your arm, which is almost kind of... Because it's here. Yeah. So it looks bigger in the picture. But I, want, I, I, I exaggerate uh, forms. Sometimes not, sometimes I do, it, I do it shorter. I don't do sketch about my work. I want to. If I do a, if I do a sketch and then I saw it, maybe because some pa one painting up, I did that sketch three years ago, and I already know what's happened there. I try to discover things and I'm rebuilding things. So if I do a sketch, and so then things go bigger one way. Some, but I I rather that be like this and instinct. Move. Okay, the arm is big. I have a big arm, that's for sure. But that feels natural for me, you know. And I know if you make a studio about a painting, it's always going to be like well prepared. But I, that's not the type of work that. That I like, it and I, I feel like this is just for me. Is the pro the most important thing of this craft is the process, mm. and I know the painting one is finished in my studio and goes by the door is or even posted on Instagram as you said is not mine anymore. Mm. So I keep the process for me, and it can happen things like mud bricks. It took me more time. Like it was I call it mud bricks for I, my my work has a lot of duality in the, in in definition. But it was constructing that painting was a kind of a different way of making this one. This one was more faster, and you know, certain. You know, in in this painting, I had like a. I do it in with sense of humor, but I finished and I said, like, "Wow, what this is aggressive." That's my feeling. Well, before I, I'm going to ask you the the audience if they have questions in a second. Uh, so if you have any, please prepare them, and the mic will come around in a second. Uh, but before, maybe do a quick fire series of questions. Okay. What, what is inspiring you most at the moment, generally? Life. Be more specific. Life, tradition, um, Sufism, um, story. I can say. I think it's necessary to have a certain type of knowledge about tradition to to navigate this world. There's nothing new here. It's okay. We we. But then it's life tends to the future, but we don't have to eradicate everything that's, that's there. I and what kinds of stories inspire you most in terms of, uh, and I say inspire does not necessarily mean positively, mean that, uh, that rise emotion. Is it, a, is, it a, is it a song? Is it a lyric? Is it in lyric, in poem, in, in, in uh, Instagram stories, which we don't think it might be? Uh, is it in novels? Tell me. Sometimes it's poetry, sometimes our books, sometimes uh, definitely not Instagram. It's going too fast. And I, I can make really good, you, you can have a really good sense of humor if you watch Instagram because it's everything. Like, But what inspired me the most, I mean, tradition in a way, um, the, cir the circle of people I am related to, the artists, that not necessarily painters that inspire me, conversations, memory. I try to decode my memory and eradicate all that pollution of images and then I get obsessed with certain thing and then I investigate and I make research about it and there's a mix of things you know and memory that's my last question for now memory is the, one of the things that what what what's your fondest recent memory my fondest recent memory that's a, that's an uncomfortable question too <laughs> If it, well, because I could, because the clicker hasn't been so great for me, 
there was a, the, the, the first picture that I saw of yours was, uh, I don't know if it worked, is, is of, it's, it's of, a, of a person on a, on a sofa sleeping underneath a green blanket. Oh, there it is. Yep. Um, um, and for me, this is one of my fondest memories because I was like that when I saw this picture. And yeah. I remember seeing that vortex in yeah. the, the right, and I thought, yeah. And this, although this painting, I believe, was created before the pandemic, I saw it in the. It, it was before, but it really reveals that many paintings reveal themselves, like you see, or you, the later, you know. But I, I did it bef before the pandemic. And also, it's my sofa, my table. <laughs> mm -hmm. And there's an olive tree there. And I like the idea of the olive tree. I think I heard it by Sheikh also. You say it's like the olive. I always say to people in response, where I cannot live far from. I, can, I have I have to live in a geographical place that have olive trees, and it's a tree that can grow in the west, mm -hmm. but have the essence of the east. Mm -hmm. It's kind of nice thing, and it's there. Also, it's it's hand there's another secret and. And the title is uh, straight uh, from the Quran. A man just cannot hold two hearts. I think uh, this dualism, it's, uh, we can just live one, one experience, you know. It's, uh, mm. And I want, its center is, this, you, know, you know, the figure is centered in a way that it just goes like a heartbeat. So, does anyone have any questions? We have um, a microphone here, if you could just wait for it to arrive to you, if anyone has even just one question or a comment there. What about the red, red noses? Oh yeah, that's the question, that's a trick too, it's like the... Is it a reference to Amalchayem? No, it's, I know many people do it too, you know, but I try to, I don't think, just, you know, some uncomfortable questions you have answers like my first exhibition in Paris somebody came and said like why they look white uh, European your characters I, I didn't use the palette of brown which for painting brown people black people you don't use brown like brown and since then I've been painting all my characters using the brown and that's another trick that points you to a reference that it's it's a trick to for it's, it's the beginning of to, to start seeing the painting. When you point that, that point, then, then you, it's a two-dimension thing. The painting needs to, I think the, the painting reveals like that way and that way. And the, the red noses just break the aesthetic to be something real. It's a story there and I don't want to paint real characters. Even I paint myself also was with the green and red nose um, just to, not be so realistic in the painting. And it looks cool too, no? <laughs> Is it, we have time for one more question, comment? Yeah. Or two? We kept room for two, Isham, actually. No questions? <laughs> yeah. Um, please, can you talk us through the two characters in the diptych that's upstairs? Yeah, also it's, it's a clear reference to um, to the geographical point I am, which I am both sides in Morocco and that. And in that painting, if you see the, um, the, um, 
the brothery is not a brothery that brings you to a place of the oriental world like Turkey or it's something I made instinctively and I think that painting I I try to achieve this time traveling in the painting like the sun is in a way there the moon is there is a fake moon and also of course there's a reference with the hat and the but you can see the painting without those those things in it there's a lot of things in that painting it's a big painting and 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 the reference to the drawing of Goya also, uh, as a as a war journalist, is saying that the Moors were the ones that started bullfighting in Spain. So, I think that that um, copy of, of the of the drawing make you feel in that environment where I I live in it, and just like it's a Spanish painting, but also it's Orientalist without any r big reference. I mean of. It's, it's Spain, you know. I try to, and I also think it's like, also the 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 the, the right one was the the drawing I was speaking about that I, I made it four years ago. Also the beers there, they I think they give you that sensation of coming and going. This one is the honey guide, which is a beer that shows human so human being shows humans beings where to find honey, and the other one is uh, the black beard, which was Ziriap, a great figure in Andalusia too for me but it can be also but then when i finished the painting i was making a research and it seems like the in, in the greek mythology when the when the blackbird eats pomegranate he dies so and the painting was something about this uh, that talking about that the right the right one but also was talking about fasting about what figure is there and also like i, I like my galleries told me like when she saw the painting, she said, "Like, wow! It's just like I know the story, but then uh, it's just like the, that's what's and there was a I I I, I really appreciate it was like a compliment for me. It's like I want people that feels like I know the story of this painting, and and it's that's amazing for me. I mean, it's something I don't try to achieve, but it says a lot to me. If different people from different zones they can have that feeling, it's." It's quite amazing. I, I mean, you can you can you can speak with people in different languages, and that's what why that's what one of the struggles of, of every, any one of us, no, to be to be here. Uh, Anwar, yeah, I've been given the two minute sign, so you were I was lying when I said there was room for two, three more questions. But okay. any parting words? No, I really appreciate. Thank you for having me here. Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Anwar, for um, n not only um, sharing some of your secrets with us, oh, yeah. but for encouraging some of us to go back to look to find out what it is that we may have missed. And yeah. that is. Really thank you. It was really nice to be here. So I was a bit nervous, you know. I'm not. Uh, I'm always in my studio and people come to see me and I, that's, I play with advantage because people come and a lot of things, amazing things happen. But this is my, my land is my studio. So when people came, I can see the state on how people came and I had to go out and also with the, you being really kind with me, kind words, nice. And it was amazing experience. I have to go back to my studio again and just do that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Anwar. Thank you. Everybody.